for the first Oops All Tangents, can we just talk about how The Sound of Music is the most boring title known to man? I'm gonna take that as a confirmation that my title is the best. It's gonna work, yeah. <laughs> With the sound of music. Welcome music. everyone to this podcast that has now started, I've decided. Oh, are we, are we recording? Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I would have sung more. You should definitely let Rachel and I like harmonize the <laughs> intro to this song. Oh, that would be fun. We should definitely figure out a jingle. <laughs> what yeah, did you originally should. have? Uh, for the Superhero Chicken Fest podcast? Yeah, the, the, the little... Um, I just thought we changed up every time and it was always fest. ridiculous. Yeah, it was just chanting. Oh. Superhero Chicken Fest! What is the, what is the, was it still named Superhero Chicken Fest? Yeah. yeah. The main podcast, is, right now we're doing the warm-up. Superhero Whoops, I'm mic. Chicken Fest! <laughs> this is where we mess up and, uh, go on lots of tangents. Um, Unlike right. the main podcast, which will have zero tangents, I've been told. <laughs> what I believe that means is I'm going to get 80% cut out. <laughs> All right, Kyle, go ahead and start the intro. Okay. Uh, hi, patrons. Uh, I don't actually I don't know if that works anymore because they might not be giving them Patreon anymore. They're still patrons. That's what a patron is. That's a good point. Hi, patrons. Uh, this is the new bonus podcast, Oops All Tangents. It is our warm-up for Superhero <laughs> Chicken Fest. Uh, we're going to go for half an hour before we actually record those episodes, and then we're going to publish them here as a separate podcast for exclusively uh, people donating money to us. I don't wow. know how much yet. I haven't picked a tier. <laughs> at least a dollar. At least a dollar. Probably, Probably higher than that, at least five dollars. Yeah. But we got to come up with, we haven't figured out the new reward tiers yet as of now, so we have to figure that out, but this will oh, be yeah. one of them. Maybe it could be the, I mean, it could replace the Hangout, maybe. It's just like hanging out with us, it's, right? It's, it's similar. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like I mean, a similar concept, I guess. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter. Like Basically, no matter what happens when you're hanging out with us, it ends up on a rambling tangent about superheroes. So. Usually, yeah, when we're, even when we're in Discord. And this time, so the main problem with the hangout is that nobody, not everybody can join in because they're at a specific time. So that's like only a very really, small fragment of the people can join in. That's yeah. charitable. I think the main problem with the, uh, the hangouts is that we don't ever do them. Well... <laughs> I was ignoring that that part. I guess this can be like the poor man's hangout where like we don't actually hang out with this them. This is we the just... socialized hangout where everybody gets something okay instead of some people getting something good right. and other people no, getting no, no, nothing. No, 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 no. Establishing rules as of right now for the podcast, no interrupting. Wait till everyone is done with their oh, sentence before jumping in. Everybody. Everybody waits until you are done with your sentence before you can jump in. Even if that means there's rules. I can just edit those out. Okay. I, I can't like... edit out talking over people, so... That's all. I feel like that means that he who has the best understanding of commas wins. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Sometimes yeah, I maybe. wait for the second part of your comma and it doesn't come. <laughs> right, well. I can edit that out. <laughs> okay. Wait, so what time we, is it? It's uh, it's 8.30. It's 8.25. 8.25. Okay, so we're going for half an hour we'll from now. We'll stop at, I guess, 8.55? Yeah. 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 So you want to just start with the first topic then? No, we're not doing topics. Oh, this I thought we were going to do the warm-up as in, like, what makes a superhero. No, we're not. There aren't topics on this one. This is to get all oh. the tangents out of our system so that when we do the actual topic, how are we, gonna, we how don't. How are we going to get tangents out? We ramble. Ian, what'd you do today? Today, I thought about Spider-Man a lot. <laughs> Why, Ian? Good. Me too. Also, like, the last yesterday and the past year. Right. Well, so I was watching Infinity War to practice, right? Get my, my, and I forgot, because at the end of Homecoming, he denies the Iron Spider suit, right? Oh, yeah. And so I forgot that in the middle of Infinity War, kind of apropos of nothing, he gets this the Iron Spider suit. Right. Because Tony Stark just, like, shoots it at him because he's dying. Right. So that's cool. <laughs> that's what you thought about today about Spider-Man? Well, also, I think Into the Spider-Verse is now out on digital. Yeah. And so I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to watch it a bunch of times. Mm. Have you... 
Have you seen that there's just a big billboard in San Antonio that has Into the Spider-Verse on it, but it's not an ad for Into the Spider-Verse? It's just like a motivational quote with Into the Spider-Verse it's just art. image on it. Yeah. Just a fan it's billboard. It's just a big billboard downtown. That I, I don't even remember what it says, but it's just the scene with like the two of them like on the building together in their two costumes. That's Neat. nice. Hmm. It's just, it's gotten that like, like, uh, what's the word? Like, it's just that well-known now. Yeah, that, it's just, it's just that we've reached that spider saturation point. Yeah. Which I didn't think was ever going to be a thing, so that's kind of cool. I, I need a sequel to the PS4 game soon, before <laughs> w- before the spider candle burns out for another 20 years. That just reminded me that I'm, like, really looking forward to, like, the new vaporwave aesthetic in movies. Yeah, Because it, like, totally brought that out. And it, I guess, I can't really think of another, like, time when when vaporwave was, like, a thing, but I'm, I'm ready for it now. Like, I want that sort of retro, Isn't like, dystopian futuristic mm. it's like an 80s vibe. thing right yeah. well it's kind of 70s yeah. 80s I mean, breaching into 90s. 90s like like jazz oh, cup is right. kind it of vaporwave well so you have to make the difference between vaporwave outrun and cyberpunk no and just the, group them all together the difference is nothing there isn't one <laughs> okay, it's just yeah. pe- people outrun involves a lot more arcade machines i think sure yeah it just it just did that so well and now i'm like yeah. ready for that well it's mm-hmm. also because like, this is a uh, into the spider-verse is the first thing that's using the 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 paperboy animation aesthetic right uh, properly was it the same i, I think it the it's, it's, it's no. either not the same thing or it's competing they're basically they're based off of similar technologies pa- uh the you're talking about the black and white short was it black and white yeah. i don't know it was uh but the 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 oh wait maybe i'm thinking no i'm sorry i must I be thinking, thinking of the right thing yeah, it's it was, a it pixar pre-short that they, pixar, yeah. but they said they weren't yet ready to make a full movie out of it and this is it's ba- at least on a similar level of cell shaded 3d maquette animation is that the one with the girl on the train yeah. 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 Okay. It is black and white. Maybe I just remember the animation wrong. It was very similar. It's it's um it's just that it it was three D figures but animated to look two dimensional. Right. Oh. Uh-huh. And so it may it may not be the exact same technology, but it's definitely the first time that this has been like. Well, anime has been doing it for a long time actually. I was literally yeah. just thinking that. But but they hide it. They don't try and make use of it so much. They just try and make like lots lots of anime is three D that you just don't think it is. I, I actually remember Fairly Odd Parents doing it a few times. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they do. My mind well. was like absolutely fucking blown when I watched Spirited Away for the first time, outside of all the other reasons. But because they did like the the moving background, where it's almost like they just sort of like put a texture in the background and then kept everything else like normal. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's um. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, Is this like the in, the the in, flapjack thing? I don't know what that means. Yeah, like- yeah, it was. It was kind of like that, except they did it for things like like big open spaces like the mm. sky or mm. like i think there's one point where they're like driving down the road and the trees do it too and it mm. freaked me out because was like a different style of animation inside an animated movie and i was like this yeah. is impossible you know supposedly the uh the the animator of uh, yellow submarine mm-hmm. uh totally forgets how he managed to make the like the the periscopes on the top of the sub 3d it's like a mm. lost technique but it worked back then huh, huh. that's a bummer I- I actually remember really early, um, a really early example of this is the Iron Giant. Yeah, the Iron Giant has yeah. one. He was animated, like the robot was animated entirely like that. All the rest yeah. of it wasn't, but like he had the whole weird 3D with the 2D like overlay on it. And yeah. then also the Hydra in Hercules, I think was one of the earliest yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I basically have heard that, you know, that technology has been utilized for a long time, but in the instances where they use it the most skillfully, you don't notice it's not 2D. Right, um, it's like I know, background like, plates. I know that the Hydra huh. and Hercules and stuff like that is supposed to look um, three-dimensional to some extent. Huh. It's supposed to be very dynamic and but, like, in your face. And it, I watched a breakdown of it for the anime genre and a lot of the 
uh, examples they used of good 3D animation, you didn't know at all it was 3D animation. But you'll see something like a very bad crowd render, like where all they're like three of the same people copy and pasted slightly 3D mm. in a lot of anime because um, the computers haven't figured out how to make realistic crowds yet, which I thought was interesting. But they Into the Spider-Verse is just a whole other level. My mind was blown like at how it skillfully integrated everything well, was. And the other thing about Into the Spider-Verse is that it wasn't afraid to just totally mess around in, with every regard with color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's true. It's like, uh, like if, if you've ever actually read Watchmen, reading mm-hmm. Watchmen is weird because everything is the wrong color. Like the color, like right. they, they, they just totally mess up the palette for, for like dramatic effect. Hmm. Um, you know, you're talking like green skies, like purple people. It's just, it's all supposed to look like stylized and it all fits together. It all works, but it's not the right colors. And Spider-Verse does very similar things. And I noticed that your beglaries are on the floor about a foot away from you with that. So you don't, you're not tempted so I don't to play click, with them. Yeah. If you also notice that I'm, I'm tearing my fingernails apart, that's mm-hmm. what I do instead. You need to get like a squishy thing or something. Probably. Just something that doesn't make noise. Yeah. I, when I had my, my uh, I had a, a little like a, a job interview recently, mm-hmm. and I was so nervous that I realized at the end it, I, uh, I I had to be careful shaking the the interviewer's hand because my other hand was completely full of blood from my nails. <laughs> oh, I just I, I actually picked my nail beds to the core. So I do I was, that too. As terrible wow. as the beggary are, it's self preservation. I promise. Just wear gloves or something with that <laughs> work. <laughs> yeah, that's like like an anime villain. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, if you actually, you could just like Michael Jackson, it wear one glove on one hand because then you can't pick at yeah. it, nor can you get at the that's other hand. Idea. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I can totally work. pick one hand on that. Well, hand. that's a good point. Wow. Um, uh, real quick, before we move on from animation, that just reminded me. Did have you seen the Kickstarter for Critical Role's no, animated I saw series it, yeah. yet? They asked for seventy five thousand dollars, and they just hit five million. Yeah, in one day, they hit their first million oh in the first hour. Oh my god! I you so, said they asked for seventy five thousand. Seven seven hundred fifty thousand. Oh, what, what did they ask for? A million? Huh? That's not a million. No, but they hit a million in the first hour, and they are now past five million in the first two days. They had some really loose stretch goals for up to three million. Yeah. <laughs> what are they trying to make? A cartoon, they, I think. Yeah, they were going to oh, make just cool. an animated short of like a, a a story before the campaign starts, like with the with the voice actors doing the characters and everything. And so they were going to use the money to hire an animation studio to make it, and I guess use it to like maybe pitch it or something. Um, That's so much money. I can't not get mad at that amount of money. Now I know it's going to be like an out just because. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. The only thing, the thing that makes me the most mad about budgets is still knowing that. Assassin's Creed was $125 million. <laughs> what? It's just, it's the worst movie per dollar I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that's rough. That's but, actually an interesting, what is, what is the worst movie per dollar? What do you think? What do you think sure, is the worst pretty one? Pretty sure that list exists of like. Biggest flops, right? Like, yeah. Cool, because it has to do with like, it's not just what's the worst movie, it's what was the most expensive and then fell so far below that. Right. I think um, at the time it was made, Waterworld was the most expensive action movie ever made. Interesting. I've I can see that. I've literally like never heard of that though. Well, you're an infant, so <laughs> I don't know anybody else who's ever heard or like talked I mean, about it. It's only known because it's ridiculous. It's not like in the popular culture memory because it was anything good. It was just occasionally people were like, "Ha, Waterworld." When did it come that, out? It. Like '96, maybe. That's fine. It was supposed to be a big deal. Apparently, it was bad. I haven't actually seen it. I just know it's, about it's it. The, it's it's kind of fun, but the, the world does not make sense. Like they're constantly fighting over. Over water, or, or I forget, there's gasoline everywhere. They're powering their jet skis off of something. Kevin Costner is smoking cigarettes the whole time. It doesn't make any sense. The whole world is underwater. Yeah, doesn't that make you, like, six when that movie came out? 1995. Uh, I was four. Okay. <laughs> but my dad liked it, or wanted to watch it. It's So it's actually, I think it's, 
it's it was a it was a it's one of those things it's, it's kind of got a cult following afterwards mm. like it's got a 6.2 on imdb a 44 percent on rotten tomatoes so it's i mean i've i've enjoyed movies worse than that have you seen birds the hitchcock no i think it's just called you mean birds. birdemic i think that's what you mean when you oh, say I think that that is what i mean birdemic <laughs> i think you're right birdemic have you seen is, birdemic no, i've you... seen the trailer <laughs> oh my god oh y'all <laughs> <laughs> Mixing up birds and birdemic is, uh, <laughs> Sometimes it's like I mixing think... up like Cabernet Sauvignon in a cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're both movies. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> wow. That's have being you, generous. Have you seen it? <laughs> Isn't birdemic one of the ones that was it's supposed to be bad? I, that's what they all like say. Like Sharknado, like but birdemic? So Sharknado was, Sharknado was like the first attempt at like making a huge billable movie off of being bad. Like they got like really, like yeah. they, they got George R. R. Martin to cameo, cameo on one of those. Right. It was a like, but the actual like, the heyday of bad sci-fi movies involved things like Sabretooth, Both of the Sabretooth. There were a couple of them independent of each other. They were like <laughs> mm. it, or Pterodactyl or like uh, there's. I mean, John Rhys Davies happens shows up in a lot of them because John Rhys Davies doesn't act in good movies. If you want it all. Oh my god. Madam. <laughs> Allison. I'm so sorry. It literally, Allison. I did everything I could to make sure that didn't happen. This is a high quality production. Still happened. That's why we have to take half an hour to <laughs> when did drain Google, off our rants. When did Google Images start linking you immediately to videos? Uh, they can't what? link. They can't show you the picture anymore. Can we like, just? They, they, oh yeah, when you try to click on the picture, it doesn't. It, it takes doesn't you to the work. website now because Stop of Pinterest. It. Pinterest ruined it. Honestly, we need to watch. I have. Wait, what did Pinterest do? It was, or I think it was Pinterest. They, 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 uh, they, because Pinterest has infected Google Images, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you search Google Images, like eighty of them are, are from Google Images, but they want everybody to go to Pinterest. It was either right. Pinterest or Giddy. I forget which one of them. But they 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 filed a lawsuit saying that Google had to send you to their their website instead of just like giving you the image, like mining the image. I don't know exactly That's how it works. Stupid. Yeah, if yeah, you want to save an image from Pinterest, you have to go to Pinterest. How can anyone successfully sue Google for anything? I think it that's the part like, that's least believable about that mm-hmm. story. They just didn't want to bother with it. I forget. I guess. It didn't actually, buy, like, all it made me do was go download a plugin that added the button back in. Okay, you did that? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I did that, like, on the same day and then forgot that it happened because wow. it didn't change anything. Also, I need to, there's also a download that actually blocks Pinterest from your results. Oh. Which really? Because I have never made Pinterest work. You sent me SkyVault Pinterest boards, and I couldn't log into them. It says, you've already logged in. I hadn't. Oh, right. You did have problems with that. Pinterest I'm, sucks. I'm sure it's great, but it sucks. No, I, Pinterest. Like Pinterest. I like Pinterest because I was able to write my master's thesis on Pinterest, like using it as an image collecting platform. It was very useful since it has that like link to similar image feature that's stronger than on a lot of other things that do that. So mm-hmm. I had to collect images of the late medieval English bedchamber, <laughs> and it was the best for doing that. Even better than the, all the art programs that like different universities make. I remember forcing you, not forcing you, but heavily encouraging you to. Uh, to retag a bunch of those pins as uh, hashtag just had sex. It's like most of them were, but they're like... They're they were language. actually like post-coital images. Yeah. <laughs> Merlin's mom and what, the dragon. Were these you know? paintings or something? Like what? They're manuscript okay. illuminations. And also photos of like preserved beds uh, or bedspreads or whatever. So, uh, so who are we, guys? We didn't actually introduce ourselves at all. Oh, I'm Allison. <laughs> Who's going to be listening to this that doesn't know who we are? If you're, if you're paying without knowing who we are, I'm Ethan. <laughs> if they're paying, you're Ethan no matter what. It doesn't matter. It's really unfair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't deserve Weird. the credit for what he does. No. 
He should have his own light. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ethan. That uh, wasn't sorry. that good. It was better in my head. We can all be Ethan today. We're all Ethan. <laughs> That's a funny joke about a script you haven't read yet because we haven't made it yet. <laughs> so this is going to be one of the Patreon tiers? Yeah. Okay. I think probably. Well, I think the $5 one is a pretty good idea because in that way it's sort of like it feels like a somewhat equivalent replacement for the Hangouts. That'll be cool. We should just make a thousand inside jokes in in this podcast. We in used this, to do like, that. Before pod- and that that could be so that people can talk about it outwardly in front of other people. And then they're like, oh, I want to get the joke. And they're like, five bucks and you can get the joke. And then That's a better idea than what we used itself. to. Remember on Old White Noise, we had like like the one episode we missed or whatever. And we like we would talk about the Patagonia special or I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. about seagulls. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we ever actually talked about that publicly. I, it's been long enough that I don't care anymore. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we kept talking about episode eight like it existed somewhere. It didn't. It never yeah. existed. We just skipped it and I accidentally mean, named the podcast the wrong thing <laughs> but we kept acting like it was around so that one day the plan was to be like oh hey we just realized we never published episode eight and we just found that again and then we were just going to record this obviously fake ridiculous like skit episode yeah. <laughs> that, that reference that like matched up to all the weird references we made to it the funny thing is back then like like we none of us ever really wanted a podcast i mean you did you're like let's do a podcast and we're all like nah because we're like <laughs> we're still in high school like we, yeah I, I was busy like trying not to fail out of high school and at the time i was 100 percent imitating robert benfer and jason Steele. those were nice. my only yeah, two references i remember we were i we, we did things that we just stole their segments sometimes or yeah uh, but um and they they did podcasts so i was like we should do podcasts also that's why we started using skype is because they use skype that's how i found it well, that's worthwhile because otherwise we wouldn't be friends yeah that's a good point so <laughs> thank you robert benfer i'm never gonna say that again <laughs> Um, but, I know. I mean, I, I weirdly owe a lot to Robert Benfer for. I know you do, but it's wrong. Little, I, it is wrong. <laughs> Doesn't he live like twenty miles away? No, he moved to L.A. Okay, at some point. But didn't for like like thirty years of his life he lived twenty miles away? He 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 lived in shirts like just north of here for most of his life, and then moved to Austin for a few years while we were there. Don't we like drive out to shirts every time we get pluckers? Uh, pretty close, yeah. No, oh, it's like, Selma. That's where we go. Selma. Selma. Um, I was going to say, though, the, the, the lost episode idea. Yeah. Um, that, so Magic the Gathering actually did that once. What? So there was, early on in Magic's history, they just had expansions, right? They did, and then later on, they moved on to block sets, where they have three sets in a row, a big one and two small ones, and then they messed with that, too. But the, the, the three sets would all relate to each other, be on the same plane, or have some, some sort of, like, you know, thematic connection. So there was a, um, uh, 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 the Ice Age block was, like, one of the first times that they, like, had sort of thematic connections between it was like really old sets right and they, they had an ice age block and they moved on and so later on they had cold snap which was it was a modern set they just kind of decided just for fun they wanted to do a one-off set that was like that harked back to that old pre pre-modern border set and so they they joked that they found it in the back of a filing cabinet <laughs> and for a long time people believed it like it was obviously a joke it's just like but then people were like well you can tell why somebody put it in the back it wasn't a great set it was <laughs> And people are going to hate me for that, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, I get it. Hey, remember we were making a card game, speaking of? <laughs> yeah. I still want to do that. Yeah, me too. Like, it's as far as I'm concerned, it's still just been on hold. Like, I haven't... Like, it's not It's not done. We didn't stop it or, like, decide well, we weren't going to do it. We just Well, got... we got stuck because we realized it was mathematically impossible to progress. Well, we had ideas of how to fix it. We just did Sky Vault for a year instead. Right. Sky Vault ruined everything. Kind of. <laughs> it did. It really did. Also, everything else is ruining Sky Vault, so... <laughs> yeah. You should just pick one. Oh, man. I pick both. <laughs> uh, we're not even, we're not even like, close to done with it, too. All the shopping around and oh, trying you to get with the money actual for product. it. Yeah, but 
Yeah, but traveling is gonna like we at least get be yeah. Fun. I it's feel like not, that's gonna be a different part of the experience at least. Like once the first episode's done, then we like we get to see what festivals are like and stuff like that. Like, it feels like it's gonna at least feel a little bit different than anything yeah. that might come from it. Mm-hmm. You submitted it to festivals, right? We tried submitting it to like two before it was finished, but I think it was too unfinished to get Most picked up. Most of the deadlines okay. for the next year are still during the previous year. So like right now we could probably send in stuff for 2020. Right. Like if we okay. send it in now and well, it's like still not done. Um, yeah, maybe? Some late 2019 might work. They're just, their There's deadlines are really early. There's a lot of festivals. Though, That's true. Like, a lot of them are like in the spring, which almost all we of are them in are. now. Right. Or so. summer. Yeah. Like some, like you, Collins is in the summer, right? It's a big deal. Um, I mean, it's just important because, like, we did promise the series, and at this point, we're going to spend a couple years shipping it out, like, trying to get people yeah. to pick up. Like, it's going to be a whole nother kind of yeah. mess. Which is frustrating. It's always annoying because it's, like, it's almost like that's what you expect from Kickstarters, but it still feels bad to deliver it that way. Well, we can always Well, make... but we changed it. We did. So. We, we changed out the way we were doing it. Are we going to ship the pilot to people once it's done, or is it is it one of those like exclusivity I've, contract things? I've been things? thinking about how we could like sort of like partially fulfill some of the rewards early, so people aren't waiting a full three years before they get stuff. Right. Like I still want to like I want to do a um a screening of the pilot and go ahead and invite people to that in yeah. addition to whatever we invite them to later. Like like do mm-hmm. one round of rewards and then maybe a second one mm-hmm. once we get the actual show up and I mean, up and running. At this point, like we're still showing them the fruits of what their money got. Right. Which yeah. is, I think, more important. Obviously, I still want to make the series. And I mean, yeah. that not just because we promised it, like which is important, but also because... I, I, all my, the best writing I've ever done is locked in a file that's, doesn't have, like, episodes 2 through 12 are all gold, so. Yeah, no, I, I definitely still am excited to, to get working on it, I just want to make sure that, like, it, I just, it's annoying to, like, give to a Kickstarter and then have to wait for, like, half a decade to get stuff back from it, I waited for three years to get my (laughs) double six dice, and you know what, they're fine. (laughs) People waited a long time to get their the guards themselves stuff too. That's for sure. Right. Um, Do you know that uh, that Star Citizen is really actually entirely playable now? Um, yeah, I mean, it's I've as playable as anything. And it has a single player campaign. Yeah, and it's got it's got. Uh, I think it's got is like it an good? open. I supposedly, as far as that genre goes, it's good. Yeah, it's just kind of like is that genre like I I don't know what I was expecting from it really. I was still kind of excited until I found Elite Dangerous, and that fulfilled basically everything right. I was looking for out of well, Star Citizen. You also still have the VR setup. Um, the VR setup helps a lot. <laughs> I don't know if, if Star Citizen is VR compatible or not, but um, how is this going to be released? Is this going to be like on the website? Uh, yeah, we'll probably, I'll probably have Louie like make a, a separate podcast that you can't access or see unless you are donating on a certain tier. Right, okay. Just, I want to see if people can comment on it and tell us how wrong we are about Star Citizen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we are. We're, we're going to add comments at least to the overall podcast. I don't know if we'll do it per episode, but we'll oh, do we it to, like, just to the podcast page at least. I haven't really decided how we're going to do that yet. That's going to be one of the next steps is figuring out how to reorganize all the videos and podcasts and everything. Cool. I just noticed that we could watch Sesame Street streaming. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's cut on this HBO. <laughs> Does Sesame Street take a turn? I'm not aware of it. HBO Sesame Street is like... Is that the one where we're... we're, Yikes. It's not Groucho. Oscar the Grouch like steps on an HIV needle or something? I feel like there's a whole genre of fake Sesame Street related news. 
My, oh, there is. My personal trainer was just complaining because now they have the first homeless Sesame Street character. Uh-huh. But, like, Oscar. Yeah, but okay, but he had a home. It wasn't a great home, but it got kept him out of the rain. If you're living in a trash can, like, I'm pretty okay. sure that counts as homeless, right? But have you ever right? seen what happened with what's underneath the trash can? It's just a ladder down into, like, a full, like, Patrick Star setup. I forgot about that. He does have, like, the oh, whole really? weird underground. Yeah, yeah he's oh. got, like, a grouch cave or something now, underneath the trash can. To be fair, I think that was entirely put there so he wasn't homeless. Mmm, <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes sense. Huh. That's interesting. I know Sesame Street is supposed to exist for kids who, like, it's made for kids who don't get stimulation from other places who might have their parents working full-time and don't have any kind of education going in, in the home. I mean, it's for huh. everyone, but, you know, it was, like, designed for those people. So I I'm never liked how it. those type what? of situations. Yeah. What do you mean you never liked it? I wasn't a big strange. Sesame Street fan. That's, you can't... That's not a that's not a valid sentence. <laughs> I don't understand. I liked Barney and Barbie. Like those were the only shows I watched. Sesame as a kid. Street is is Sesame it's Street. It's objectively it's like great. You can't not like it. It's a universal truth. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying I was a weird kid. It did give us Elmo's world, which I couldn't take or leave. Yun, make sure every one of her edge meters is like at least 10 from now on just I'm because so... of the fact that she didn't like Sesame Street <laughs> when she was a kid. This is kind of like, I mean, okay, so hot debate topic. Is it worse to not like Sesame Street or like my roommate, the Kirk, not like Spongebob? No, make, no not liking Spongebob makes sense. It's like, definitely worse to not like Sesame Street. You think? It's yeah, my too mom wholesome. hated Spongebob. It's just, it's, it's what, it's well, just well, part of like Elmo's people's lives so growing annoying. up. He's only a tiny part of it. Okay. Well, they're all kind of annoying in their own way. <laughs> The only one I remember actually... You cannot dislike anything Jim Henson, like, ever made. It's just You know not... what, though? That blue one right there on the far left. Grover. I read Grover had a book. It was something, like, something about... That oh, the monster like book. Monster. Yeah. That was my the mo- favorite There's a monster book. at the end of this book. Yeah, uh, that the monster at the end of this book. That was my favorite book for, like, five years. Okay, like, well, up until like I was Sesame 10. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I never, I never watched this show or... <laughs> Liked it. I didn't like the the puppetiness. I didn't like a big bird. How do you not do you not like the Muppets either? I did like the Muppets. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I like You're the Muppets. Just too I guess yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe you are the person for whom uh, like HIV Oscar is invented. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I don't know. That's how to why feel they're branching that. out with the HBO Muppet series. I like the Muppets. Cookie Monster is an actual addict. <laughs> no, uh, there's the a- count counts his victims. <laughs> It's depressing. <laughs> I think I like everything Sesame Street except for the show. Like, I also liked the individual interviews with, like, when they would get celebrities on to talk to, like, Cookie Monster or whatever. I used to like those kind of things. That was the show. I thought they Sesame had Street. No, Sesame and they Street. Would like... No, that was that's like the no. It was like it was like. Um, I think they spiraled. It would out just be. It, it was like one room with a gray wall, and it was a person, and then either Elmo or Cookie Monster or yeah. something, and they would just ask him questions. That was part of the show. Were right. part of the show? There are segments in Sesame yeah. Street. The like, actual... there's, like, a main thread, and there's, like, a number and letter of the day that run through the episode, and they're, like, little commercial-type things that are, it's like, little segments. You know what this is reminding me of? What? Have you seen the count video? Where they Which bleep out? Unnecessarily <laughs> Oh, my God. Count. That's... I literally... Yeah. That's it's one of the few videos I can actually remember, f- like, making me cry. I was, like, rolling on the floor in pain <laughs> laughing so hard at that video when it first came out. It was so unexpected at the time. What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. we're getting close to the end. Yeah, I can't remember if I had anything else Sesame Street or Muppet related to say. But oh wait, no, uh, the thing I was gonna say was that uh, Kirk is wrong about everything. Also, and SpongeBob is still great. Okay, all right, just, sure. yeah. just to make sure that's established. Yeah. What's hilarious is Kirk has to pay to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> he knows we think so. My mom, my mom wouldn't let us watch SpongeBob if she was in the room. 
Wow. So she, she was a neglectful parent. She, <laughs> it was just, it was a whole, she was like, I cannot stand the way he sounds. Like, it's grating. Like See, it, my, my mom was the same way, but only with uh, Naruto. No, she, I like, never she watched hated, it. She either. hated the screaming, and she hated the dramatic organ music that would come on anytime Naruto <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty real. Uh, my, I was only allowed to watch little kid TV when I was a teenager because of my little brothers. So. Oh no, I, that's terrible. It actually, I think it stunted my ability to deal with serious media. I get like very upset over Daredevil. Like if I watch two episodes, okay, I'm like, oh. I actually totally get that. My, my mom, my parents were very protective about our, what we watched, also. And for the most part, I think it was fine. Like I think mm-hmm. sometimes for the like, because there were people that were. There were like kids in my elementary school that were like watching horror movies. Right. And even yeah. as an elementary school kid, I was like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, like saw no thank you. I'm yeah. twelve. Like what? <laughs> I remember because like, this is one of the things we share in common. Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. I, I how do we? You mentioned at one point that your first rated R movie was The Matrix, right? Yeah. Yeah, mine too. That was rated R. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a soft R compared to like R-rated movies now. Right. Like, is there sex in it? No, uh, no, no, not, not in the first one. They no. said they said like a few curse words and there was some violence and then there's the weird part with the CGI bug crawling into Keanu Reeves's belly button. Ew. I think it was, that's, um, that's back when they <laughs> pretended that violence still counted. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, did you know? Speaking of, there is no reason that Star Wars, like the original A New Hope, isn't rated G, except that Lucas didn't want it to be rated G because he was afraid people would think it's a kids movie. Yeah. That's actually like a real struggle, though. That is a thing nowadays. Like people don't go and no, there are no G movies anymore because people don't go see them in theaters. Right. Because if something gets labeled a G movie, it's it's like, I like I don't know. It's like a direct to DVD Barbie movie or something. That's pretty much the only G movies I think that right. exist mm-hmm. now. You know the the 1960 Cleopatra movie with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton is rated G. And they, she's like naked in the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the standard changed a lot. Because <laughs> you know, it's like it's like the whole the MPAA is just like like five people in a room, right? Like, no, it's like it's oh god, that was one of my favorite documentaries I ever watched. It was it's like twelve people. Right. They're all white. They're all somewhere between like thirty eight and fifty four, and they have absolutely no. No background or understanding of film. They it's all do like, entirely different things. It's basically just like legitimized mommy blogs. Yeah, I mean, it's just Sick. it's absolutely ridiculous. Like they have no reason. That was such a good. I learned so much from that documentary, and I can't find it anywhere. It's just gone. I, I've I've heard of it before. I never watched it, but I've heard of it. It was so good. They like go into depth about like how crushing it is to be in the film industry when like you. You know, you have to like force your way into a certain rating just to make mm-hmm. sure that you can like get any kind of attention. It was right. really, it was really interesting. Well, that's like so. one of the biggest deals about Deadpool is that it was such a huge hit and rated R. Because typically, you don't want to hit R because you 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 cut your profit a lot. Yeah. Because you cut mm-hmm. your audience into a quarter. Like yeah. even if even people who are old enough to see R-rated movies typically like it's not uncommon to just not because they don't want to be seeing that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, like a. Deadpool being that big is, is a huge deal. Yeah. I remember also there was a uh, a bit on um, snakes on a plane. They sent snakes on a plane oh. to get rating, and they, 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 the rating board sent it back telling them to add a more gratuitous violence. What? Because like, they were already above the R limit, and they're like, you could go way further with this. <laughs> wow. So they did. Wow. <laughs> That's a good place to end that, I think. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll have another one of these up in another couple of weeks, along with the... Uh, the Superhero Chicken Fest. I guess we'll just publish them at the same time. Just whenever we publish a Superhero Chicken Fest, one of these will also be up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, oops all tangents. It'll be a new podcast visible only to oops, all people tangents. that are, uh, 
either donating on Patreon or on the website, and we'll have Louie hook that up so that it actually works. And uh, I would say don't tell anybody, but tell everybody this is the better podcast. <laughs> <laughs>